everybody welcome to the sports sports podcast i'm joel anderson and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta jordan's gone jordan is not here yeah he's he's probably alive yeah here's the thing he's out of town and i was like hey jordan why don't we record on wednesday night before you gotta leave so that we can get an episode in and he was like Fuck you guys. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. He's like, I don't care about our fans. I don't yeah. care about our listeners. I don't care about our podcast. Yeah. It was it was pretty lame on his part. It was pretty weak. Yeah. Because frankly, you and I, we love the fans and the oh, listeners. Yeah. We love appreciate the fans it. and the listeners. Yeah. I was Jordan ready is like, to go on Wednesday night and he totally bailed on us. Yeah. So, so make sure to tweet at him and be like, hey, fuck yeah. you for saying that the listeners are shits. And yeah. yeah. Just make sure you do it to his personal. Yeah. Not to at sports number three podcast. And that'd please. be, yeah, it'd be at fuck the S3 fans. Right. Yeah. That is his handle, <laughs> that which I thought handle. was pretty aggressive. I really? Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit much, but uh, so it's, it's, we're going on without Jordan. Yeah. And that's because we have our Super Bowl episode spectacular. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a super show. Super duper show. Phil. Yeah. Well, don't we have to call it the big game spectacular? Because if yeah. you use the word the Super Bowl, you get game sued. Spect- oh, I already used it, Phil. Yeah. But you used it in like an editorial sense. Like, oh, this is a Sorry. Super Bowl. You know, it's I, news. I, I said it was a superb owl. Oh, that is a superb owl. Yeah. Like it catches a lot of mice. Good out. If you yeah. thought I said that earlier in reference to the big game, boy, yeah. are you wrong. <laughs> you should see the size of the owl's pellets. Whoa. Oh. Uh, yeah, indeed. But so uh, the big, the headline story here uh, is that at, at some point he's going to stop by because he's doing a lot of media requests, but we have Mr. Super Bowl himself. That's not technically his nickname, but I think it should be. Yep. Larry Culpepper. N- no. Okay. No. So we have, um, Jean really went on a limb for this okay. one, but yeah, he got us Bill Belichick. Okay. The Bill Belichick, uh, who's coached in, let's see, he's won five Super Bowls. He, I even Lost know who he is. Two. Yeah. That's how so big he is. Uh, yeah. Might be the coach who's been to the most Super Bowls ever. Uh, he's going to give us a little insight to what the big game is like and what it's like to be in this matchup. So we are going to pick his brain for, could be a while. Like this could yeah. wind up being a real Super Sode with lots of, of excess content. Uh, but he is... Uh, Jean and Sigma, uh, Bill Belichick has not arrived yet. but it's That's okay, though, because uh, there's another special announcement. So the ad sales team went nuts, and, you know, Super Bowl ads. Yeah. So many people buying Super Bowl ads. Some people couldn't fit in the Super Bowl, so a lot of them are going to run their Super Bowl ad on the Sports 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 yeah. podcast instead. And I, I do have to admit, when we explained to them that instead of getting airtime on television during the Super Bowl, they were just going to be on the Sports 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 podcast released before the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was a bit of a step down. Well, that was the problem yeah. is you saying just get to be out <laughs> like that. I feel like that diminishes well, it a little bit. I, I did want to be really clear about what they were getting for the sure. price because I think the way that Jean, Jean said Super Bowl ads. It's pronounced Gene. Yeah, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it said Super Bowl ads in the billboard we placed. Right. Oh, are we going to get <laughs> sued for saying Super Bowl ads on the billboard? Sorry. It said superb Owl ads. There we go. The the spaces might look a little odd. Those darned uh, 
uh, guys when they put the sign up might have screwed up. Yeah, there you, know? you go. But that's not on us. No, that's not no, on us. But, but, but yeah. that's good. That means that around this Bill Beal and Jack interview, we're going to have uh, some ads. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so there will be, uh, but yeah, so that, that will be fine because we are, all right, but, uh, but before we do that, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we got a update watch update. Great. It's gritty, it's gritty, it's gritty, your mascot. Brought to you by... Grits. I put some shrimp in them and then <laughs> put a little bit of pepper and you get yourself some grits. All right, welcome to It's Gritty. Philadelphia police investigate Flyers mascot Gritty for allegedly punching 13-year-old boy. Punching 13-year-old boy? Says Catholic Church, punching? No, not one of ours. Ooh, yikes. That one hurt. As a Catholic, that one hurt. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know why they went to the the Catholic Church on that one. No, I don't. I ask for a comment at all from the Catholic. What is what? Oh. Yeah, Man. don't don't know. I mean, you, and you'd think they'd focus on nonviolence. If I anything. would think so, that, yeah. that's where they should stick. Yeah, uh, yeah. But a Philadelphia Flyers fan. Now you remember Gritty, correct, Phil? Yeah, he's a big googly-eyed mess. Yeah, he's a big googly-eyed, orange-haired, and he's part of the hashtag something. resistance, yeah. right? Isn't he a liberal icon? Oh, he could be. Yeah, I think he I think is on the internet. Yeah. People love him because he's he's an odd, adorable mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. They often put him in memes where he's like punching Trump yeah. and stuff. But here's yeah. the thing. I think Gritty wanted to prove the Philadelphia Flyers, you may not know this, Phil, mm. well known for being a particularly tough team. Tough the, as in yeah, fighty tough. Right. The rules okay. that currently exist against leaving the bench to join a fight in the NHL yeah. exist because of the Philadelphia Flyers teams Got in the 70s. They're known as the Broad Street Bullies. Oh, And well, Gritty that's not clearly nice. wanted to channel some of that for anyone who thought that just because he's orange and cuddly mm-hmm. doesn't mean he's a hardcore flyer. Is cuddly the word you'd use? <laughs> not anymore, Phil. <laughs> not anymore. A Philadelphia Flyers fan has accused the team's well-known mascot, Gritty, or at least the person inside Gritty's costume. <gasps> what? What? Next thing you're going to tell me, there's no Santa Claus. Uh, there is, because it's actually Santa Claus inside the Santa Claus outfit. That's a miracle uh, of Christmas. Uh, yeah. Tricky. Uh, accused of punching his 13-year-old son at an event for season ticket holders in November. Wait, punching Gritty's son? No, 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 no. Oh, another person. The fan I got is confused. accusing Gritty of punching. I thought his that this son. was like Gritty yeah. went home drunk after. Never mind. Right, and I want to repeat that. Not at a game. Right. <laughs> not not at one where it's like, oh, you got a bunch of kids who's, you know, parents are like, oh, what are we gonna do with them tonight? Oh, I don't know. Event for season ticket holders. Yikes. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported on Wednesday that police and detectives are now investigating the incident. Could you imagine being the detective detective assigned to that beat? All right. Like, I want you to look at career? this photo array. <laughs> Which one of these punched you? <laughs> well, there's one in a shark mascot. That's not it. <laughs> no, it wasn't there's, him. There's one wearing a cowboy hat. That's not it. Oh, the big googly-eyed monster. The goofball? Yeah. No, no. The other googly-eyed monster. <laughs> uh, in which Flyers fan Chris Greenwell... Said the person in the gritty costume, and again, I think he's saying that, but he does not know. No. I think it's hearsay to say that it was a person. I bet in you the take costume. off the gritty costume, it's a little or gritty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing they did was give him a little more bulk. Right, exactly. He's very, he's very touchy about his <laughs> yeah, size. Exactly. Yeah, and he's, he's gritty. He's got a chip in his shoulder. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Probably very lonely growing up looking like yeah. that. Yeah, Flyers fan Chris Greenwell said the person in the gritty costume, quote, took a running start and punched my son as hard as he could. <laughs> a running start? A this running a Bugs start. Bunny cartoon? He's gritty, Phil. Sure. <laughs> gritty, goddammit. That's a very gritty thing to do. It's not going to let anybody push him around. <laughs> uh, running After start. his son, Brandon, patted Gritty's head during their photo opportunity with the mascot. That doesn't feel like the whole story. He's gritty, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pat my fucking head. Gritty. Man, that's so hardcore. Running st- I'm trying to imagine a running start. Like, run, 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 fist out, and then leaps, and then it's a... Well, I'm also... And here's the thing. you would If, if, if the punch occurred immediately after the head padding, yeah. right? We're going to say, okay, let's say... Gritty side of the story is that he was struck in the head instead of being pat in the head. Right. There's no running start. If he's patted you, he's right next to you. Yeah. There's a separation of time. Yeah, something happened there. Between the padding slash hitting and the apparently clearly punching the I imagine later. he took a comically long run up right like he backed way up <laughs> right? like and then his little yeah. arms and legs spun he did, like, and then the he took fist off spinny yeah, thing exactly. and then yeah <laughs> Uh, according to Greenwell, a chiropractor noted one week after the incident that Brandon suffered mild pain and Diaz diagnosed him with a back bruise or a, quote, contusion to the lower thoracic spine with subluxation, Come according on. to the dom- documents the Inquirer obtained from Greenwell. I don't buy If they yeah. did that, then everyone in the room would have been shocked when it happened. and The cops would have taken him away immediately. Here's, here's the first sign it's bullshit chiropractor right they're not real doctors yeah they're the ones that like uh go hey give us extra money and we'll uh we'll crack your back yeah this, this really sounds like a dr nick situation here yeah hi everybody <laughs> exactly Gritty punched you in a contusion <laughs> this kid if this kid dies like two days from now we're gonna be like oh no then i will take this episode down no one will hear <laughs> oh, it again immediately yeah, yeah. okay that good news if you're one of the few people who's hearing this before the tragic death right. of, of this Flyers fan. But again, if the if the would have been that bad, and it was a 13-year-old kid in an event for season yeah. ticket holders, everyone would have gone, <gasps> and like, yeah. I just can't, I, unless it was like a secret, like behind the back punch and nobody noticed, yeah. then he's like, also, don't tell anybody. Let's, 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 let's put a couple of facts into play here. Okay. Fact number one. Mascot costume hands, oh, large and very padding. padded. Yeah, yeah, very padded. Okay. It'd have to uh, be a hell of a punch. Fact number two, have you met a 13-year-old boy? I remember Not being... recently. A, if I met myself at age 13, I'm pretty sure I'd punch me. Yeah. Insufferable, right? Yeah, I was pretty insufferable at that age. I was like, ooh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> right? Yeah. And also, and, le- and let's just be a little bit honest here. I think at a certain point, you have to... Step into the world where it's like, okay, I'm an adult, and sometimes I go out in public and I get hurt a little bit. Yep. And getting punched by a mascot knocked over. Well, bad form to do to a season ticket holder. Yes. Fire someone, sure. But like to sue, a part of me is just sort of like, come on, kid. You have have mild pain and a back bruise? like. You're 13. You're going to spring right back from this. Right, yeah. You're going to be fine in like six hours. I think I just don't like our litigious culture. Yeah. And it makes me frustrated whenever I hear anything that like, stop suing everybody for every little thing. No, I'm, I'm 
frequently okay with... Because uh, I also think sometimes the whole lit, quote-unquote litigious culture thing is like corporations trying right. to smear people pursuing very legitimate grievances. That's fair. But I'm going to say specifically here, I think they're really upselling like 13-year-old boy like, oh, can you believe? And a part of me is just sort of like, yeah, I think you got to remember what 13 is. Yeah, he was like, probably like gritty, more like shitty. And he's yeah. like, why on a running start? Huh? Yeah, like, if you're an adult with an actual fist punching a 13-year-old child, then I'm like, yeah, needs to go to jail, but, you yeah. know. Or at the very least, refund on your season ticket. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got the signal from up. No, Jean was just, he was just scratching his eyebrow. Uh, so oh. we are, we're still, still waiting on Bill Belichick. Well, that's okay. We've, we've got a lot of uh, big game ad inventory. Well, that's right. All right. Yeah. yeah, let's throw it to a commercial. Introducing the new Ford F1 billion. One billion. It can tow anything. Anything. If you need to haul, you need a Ford F1 billion. Do you have a whole bunch of boulders? Throw it in the Ford. Do you have a whole bunch of metal shavings from, I don't know, somewhere that you need to drag through a field that's inexplicably muddy? Throw it in the billion. Do you have mad cow disease on your farm and the cow corpses are piling up and you need to lug over 300 cow corpses at once? Throw it in your Ford. You have 67 vintage bowling balls that you need to get to a bed and breakfast that's disgust high in a quaint little mountain cabin? Throw it to Ford! Are you in the end of the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape? And Mama just died, but you don't want to burn down the house? And you want to give her a respectful burial? Throw her in the Ford! Are you getting chased? By a liquid metal terminator that's trying to kill you to prevent you from leading a revolution in the future? And you actually want enough torque to clear your way from the semi he's driving? Throw yourself in a Ford! Do you want to climb Mount Everest, but you're afraid of airplanes, so you want to bring the mountain to you? Throw it in the Ford. Are you heading up to your ski vacation in Colorado, but you're thinking to yourself, I want to bring three tons of bulk iron with me. Throw it in the Ford. Did you start your own Jurassic Park? But when you messed up the DNA on the T-Rex, it became this five-headed abomination that couldn't possibly live in this world. They were all competing for food. It was going to starve to death. So you had to sadly take it out back at Jurassic Park, shoot it in the head, and now you want to take it out to the ocean and give it a proper send-off. Sadly, throw it in the Ford. Do you own a farm and you just sort of forgot about the 50 head of cattle? And you come back across them after three years and realize they've gone completely feral. And that means, among other things, they're A, eating squirrels, which is deeply concerning. And B, there's manure all over the goddamn place. What do you do with that manure? Throw it in somebody else's Ford. So that's the Ford F1 billion. If you haven't been convinced yet, throw it in the Ford. 
Hey, Super Bowl champion 49ers fans, or hello there, Super Bowl champion Chiefs fans. Sign up now for a one-year subscription to SI, and you'll get a Super Bowl champion's hooded sweatshirt as a free gift just for signing up. Hey, doesn't this commercial usually run immediately following the conclusion of the game? Isn't the free gift usually specifically targeting the fans of the winning team? What a smart middle-to-high-income fan you are! We would love to have you in our circulation, which is why you're eligible to receive a two-year subscription to Sports Illustrated, including our annual swimsuit edition, for the low price of some airline miles. How many? What, What airline? Not important. If you have a small amount of miles from an airline you don't often fly, there's a website you can go to and become a Sports Illustrated subscriber for free. I... I don't know, what would I do with a magazine subscription? Well, does a dentist you know need a gift? The day after the Super Bowl is National Dentist Appreciation Day. Not a real holiday. Why not celebrate your favorite dentist by giving him a second subscription for his waiting room? That way, you and the grumpy guy getting a three-tooth bridge aren't fighting over the most recent two-month-old issue. Yeah, I, I usually just read ESPN on my phone. But remember the tactile feel of a magazine? Remember how your dad read Sports Illustrated every week before he died? Well, we miss him too, and we're going to forward you his issues. What? What are you... That's right. If your dad's dead, we'll send you his subscription with his name still on the address label like a little memorial. I don't feel comfortable with that. It'll be our little secret. Like he just moved in with you. No need to tell the advertisers. Your mom has auto pay set up anyways. What if... She's not around? Not a problem. But you're getting this magazine. I don't want... Your dad played golf a lot, and that demo really helps us out. Plus the Super Bowl championship sweatshirt. And we can put any team on it, really. Subscribe to SI today. All right, and uh, once again, Sean is signaling me that... uh, No, no, he's... Man, Bill Belichick is busy. Yeah, he he was signaling us to to say that there was a fresh pot of coffee on. Yeah, that's, that's pronounced not, Gene. Yeah. yeah, and I and I prefer cold brew. So yeah. you know what? Why don't we let's go ahead and run news, news, news? Right, let's we recorded it. one earlier. Yeah, yeah so. let's do it. News, news, news on the Smart Sports Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. But no, Jordan. News, news, news. Super Bowl means avocado hand is back with a vengeance. Avocado hand. Subheadline: No, not the sexual position, avocado hand. Cutting your hand while cutting an avocado. Oh, the sec. Yeah. Wait, the sexual position, avocado hand. You've never done the avocado hand. I mean, of course. Because I mean, you haven't lived. No, of course. I de- I'm very experienced because I'm a normal boy. I mean, if you have an avocado handed, so you haven't done like the avocado. No, hand of course. Off? I mean, I have. Have you done an avocado I've done foot? It, I've done it all, like, what, I've done it, everything, yeah. Wow. I've done everything. All right, I, well, I was just checking. I'm not a loser. Uh, anyway, avocado lovers beware, Super Bowl Sunday could be the pits. Oof. It all depends on how you slice it. Ugh. That would be the Wall Street Journal. Ugh. Firing away with a cup of solid puns at the beginning. No. I want to give props to whoever got those through the Wall Street editorial process. Right. I can just Wall imagine these like conservative-ass old people who are just like, we don't care for humor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if, you've, if you've read their, their great newspaper, but their op-eds are always really just sort of like, wow, you're just trying to be jerks, right. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just ask Todd Siegel 
who only wanted to serve up some guac at his friend's Super Bowl party in 2012. Instead, he was left with blood in his hands. Oh, was it his wife's? <coughs> they don't say. Oh, okay, because that would make for a great season of cereal. Yeah, so listeners at home, the reporting from the Wall Street Journal is unclear on whether or not this was Todd murder. Siegel murdered his wife. Which is a really weird intro to the article <laughs> if it turned out to be a murder story. Yeah. You know, they always like, they say... murdered by avocado hands. Writing for journalism, who, what, where, right up top. Right, Immediately, yeah. we're reading this article and we're confused about yeah. whether or not he murdered his wife. Well, the Wall Street Journal is not a reputable publication. They have a picture of him here in the hospital and he's got like a bandage on his hand. Yikes. Did he cut himself while he was murdering his wife? Or maybe he's using that to obscure the evidence. Yeah. Oh, could be. Yeah. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe this whole story about an avocado. The doctor was in on it too? Oh my gosh. Wow. How deep does this go? Uh, Super Bowl pregame injury, Mr. Siegel posted to Facebook. And uh, along with a photo of himself grimacing from a hospital bed with gauze in his palm. After a grueling 57 minutes at the ER, they were able to save my hand. Unfortunately, my unfinished guac came in last in the appetizer competition. Ugh. Yeah. Not a great Facebook post, Todd, and I'm not on Facebook, so, yeah. so there's that. Secondly, once again, Wall Street Journal has yet to clarify whether or not Todd Siegel murdered his wife. Right. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a really important thing. I think they, you know, here, here's the problem with their reporting. They're assuming... Yeah. That Todd Siegel, that all of this was related to an injury with his guac. Maybe right. he didn't finish his guac because he stopped making it Maybe to go murder his wife. He might have murdered his mistress's husband. Oh. Clear in the path. That, see, that That would make for a better season of cereal. <laughs> yeah, that definitely would. Uh, Mr. Siegel's wound puts him in the ranks of thousands who have fallen gravely, or have fallen victim to a grisly side effect of America's avocado obsession, avocado hand. The name given for the stab wounds, lacerations, and extreme cases, tendon and nerve damage sustained when slicing or pitting an avocado. Once again, this is speculation by the Wall Street Journal. Right. Nothing in his Facebook post clarifies that he did not murder his wife. Right, yes. Or his mistress's or husband. Or his mistress's yeah. husband. Or did he have kids? <sighs> that's, Does that's he still have shame. kids? And obviously, if it was a 13-year-old boy, it had it coming, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, no. Murdering, yeah. Well, but, then why did they start the article by talking about avocado hands and I puns? Know. This is, you know, I started this saying just so Wall Street sad. Journal is a fine paper, but I'm really, I'm starting to have my doubts here. Oh, sounds like this Todd guy yeah. might be an incel. And, and I, I keep reading here, and they just keep going with stuff about avocado. It's very strange. <laughs> Leaving this grisly bloodbath right, exactly. to our oh, own imagination. Just knives and gauze. Super Bowl Sunday, one of the biggest avocado consumption days in the U.S., has the potential to be particularly perilous. A little alliteration there. Yeah. Gotta hand that to him. Uh, ah, hand that to <laughs> him. Oh. The Haas Avocado Board, a California-based group, said 160 million pounds of avocados were consumed, consumed during the big game in 2019. Interesting that they, they used this one guy's Facebook-posted story from 2012. Yeah. Seven years ago. Why? Yeah. What What about Todd Siegel made him the anchor for this article? Oh, did he hang himself in prison? No. I, when he I got think, nailed? I think for... he was the Facebook friend of a Wall Street Journal reporter. Makes sense. Who didn't want to look up someone who more recently cut their hand. 
either with an avocado or while murdering their entire family. Well, you know, you got to fill space. Isn't yep. that what newspapers are all saying every morning to inspire the newsroom? Yep. Uh, that's when people try seven-layer dip, Dr. Patel said. Uh, take precautions uh, when you make it. Yeah. Why not just make it six-layer dip and save your hand? Or make it five-layer dip and don't murder your family. Right. Hey, man, let's go into that Radio Shack and get some of the best electronics. Radio Shack? I don't know. It sounds pretty passe. Well, I don't know. Oh, my God, look, it's full of celebrities in here, like Tom Hanks. Hey, I'm just here buying some transistors. Come into the shack. Oh, my gosh, look, it's Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, I'm zooming for my tea. Oh, oh my God, look, Hugh Jackman shops here, too. Oh, I'm Wolverine. Oh, look, the shack. Oh, my gosh, and is that Kate Middleton? Oh, look at this, his headphones. Oh my god, Sylvester Stallone is buying remote control cars! And that's Meghan Markle over there with the stereos! Oh, look at this, oh, the knobs to living! Oh my god, is that George Clooney buying a bunch of little tiny plugs with red tops on them? Hey, you might remember me from AER, and now I'm at Radio Shack. Oh my gosh, that's Prince Charles checking out the old CRT TVs that are on sale. Oh, I could watch quite a number of things scone shoes. What is Al Pacino doing buying batteries? Whoa, I'm here buying batteries. Ha, ha, whoa, batteries. And oh my god, it's Princess Ty risen from the grave and here at Radio Shack. Oh, hello, I'm a bit of a goose. Oh my god, is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson who's uh, throwing something away in the well-placed garbage bin in the corner? If you smell! Radio Shack, it smells good. And hey, it's uh, Fergie, not the, the Black Eyed Peas one, but the redhead who's also a royal of some sort. Oh, look at this! Oh, you can... Cords and such... Wow, such an incredible amount of celebrity appearances in this radio shack. I just jammed in there. Well, now I'm definitely going to think this brand is more relevant. Me too. Radio Shack, we're relevant. Hey, oh, all right, that has got to be it. John has just thrown his hands in the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, it looks like he just, he slipped on something. Oh. It was a lot of motion in the corner of my eye, I thought, but he's... So no Bill Belichick yet? Yeah, he still hasn't gotten up. He might be really hurt. Well, luckily, we've got a wide world of sports. Yeah, so All right, right, well, let's do that, and then we'll check in to see if, uh, if Bill Belichick's here or if Jean is still conscious. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world of sports. I'm going to love wide world of sports. Wide World Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World Weird Sports, the strangest fact or story from every Super Bowl. Ooh. Yeah. Are we going to get through all of these? Uh, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Right. I, I will have one quip per Super Bowl. Okay. Then we'll go fast. Super yeah. Bowl one, Max McGee's hangover leaves Chief, Chiefs feeling sick. Uh, okay. Players got drunk back then too, huh? Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl two, what's in a name? Uh, they were known as the AFL NFL championship instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, sounds better to me. Yeah, it was named Super Bowl after Sharon Hunt's Super Bowl toy. Pretty crazy. Okay, all right. 
Super Bowl three, an upset to end all upsets. I uh, mean, it really was. To this day, I still think Joe Namath got drunk and then shot his mouth off and just got really lucky. Yeah, the Jets beat the Colts for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that was an ad on the slideshow. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl four, full of hot air. Uh, boy, aren't they always? There was a hot air balloon <laughs> that was supposed to rise above the stadium, but it blew into the stands. So it sounds like it wasn't full of hot air. No, it wasn't. Uh, Super Bowl five, even losers win. Uh, it was uh, the um, the guy that was named the MVP was uh, on the losing team. Oh, what was his name? His name was Chuck Howley. I don't know who that the is. linebacker. Chuck Howley. Right. Uh, Super Bowl six, Nixon draws one up. <laughs> Did Nixon call a play? He called a play. They had Richard Nixon made a suggestion to Don Shula about a route for Paul Warfield. Uh, actually, what I, I heard what he did is that he had people break into Don Shula's hotel room right. and bug it, but then also slip a play into the playbook that wasn't supposed to be I there. buy it. Uh, yeah. Dallas stifled the play, by the way. It was not a good play. <laughs> didn't, yeah. Go not, figure. Yeah. Politicians aren't good at things. Uh, Super Bowl Seven, Garrow's legendary toss. Who's? Uh, Garo, uh, Garo Yepremian. Wow. Uh, Yepremian picked up a blocked kick and tried to throw it, but the ball fell out of his hands. <laughs> and okay. then somebody ran in for the touchdown. Yeah. That's my quip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl eight from front to back. Uh, oh. so, uh, they played the goal game posts backwards? were, uh, in the front of the end zone. And then they went went to the back of the end zone. Can you You know what I'm starting to realize? so dangerous. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. I'm starting to realize that there's no way we're going to get through all 50 of these at at this rate. So let me just keep flipping through until we find good ones here. (laughs) Uh, Super Bowl IX, there was an an apology for Mary Tyler Moore. Why did Mary Tyler Moore have to apologize? Because they used Super Bowl IX as part of the plot of the show. Oh. Uh, and the Vikings won the game. Oh, and then they they gave away what was going to happen. Right, so exactly. So it was like a huge spoiler. Yeah. Uh, the v- Super Bowl eleven. the Vikings were the first ones to get to four losses in the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. People, everyone talks about the Bills just because it was four losses in four years. Right. But the Vikings did it first. Yeah. Uh, S- uh, Super Bowl thirteen. SB as in Super Bowl? No, as in Spelling Bee. Okay, uh, was that that the one where instead of football they based it on which team spelled the best? No, the uh, the because uh, Terry... otherwise the the San Diego Poindexters I don't think ever would have had a title. <laughs> Hollywood Henderson insulted Terry Bradshaw by saying he couldn't spell cat, <laughs> which is pretty great. That guy's so dumb he couldn't spell cat. I like it. Uh, so let's see. That one's a bad one. Uh, Super Bowl uh, 18, Allen's mistake stinks Washington. Ooh. They were stopped at fourth and down. The uh, Redskins needed a big defensive play and Mark and Allen, Marcus Allen forced him way to an outside run on the left. And what he letter, later admitted was a gaff. Oh. They had a chance at showing him for a big loss. Instead see, he cut those back. are, those are always fun. Marcus Allen, very excellent running back. Uh, Super Bowl 20, the Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, that was its own wide world of weird sports, and it was also multiple interviews with uh, <laughs> with uh, yeah. uh, Dusty Art. Breitberg. Oh yeah, yeah, the the choreographer for the Super Bowl shop. Right, Super Bowl uh, twenty three. Elvis Presto was the uh, the uh, musical guest at the Bebop Bamboozled in three D halftime show. 
He's a little bit less popular than Elvis Pesto. Right. Who sings Elvis songs, but with Italian food for the lyrics. Which is Weird Al, look out, right? (laughs) But this is what's great is that used to be, not too long ago, what they did at the halftime. It was a 3D show where you had to put on 3D glasses. Yeah, people forget that it's the, the biggest pop act of the moment is a very recent development. Right. I still remember watching him do, it was like the Universal Studios Indiana Jones show. Right. In in the Super Bowl halftime. That was in like the 90s. Let's talk Super Bowl 29. Bad game, worst halftime show. Uh, so the... Uh, the Chargers were the biggest underdog in Super Bowl history, and they played like it, trailing the 49ers 28-10 to 10 at halftime. But the halftime show, uh, it was conceived to promote Disneyland's Indiana Jones Adventure attraction. <laughs> yep. Not a great <laughs> plan. <laughs> but what are you going to do? The fact that I still remember it. Yeah. Here's, it's one of those things where you're like, I suppose if I were actually like next to all of these stunts while they were happening, it'd be pretty cool. But given that I'm already watching like 275 pound men who can run a 4440 crash into each other, I'm like, yeah, I guess it's not that big a deal that you fell off that platform. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget Super Bowl 38 wardrobe malfunction. That's, yeah, right? Need uh, I say you want more. a fun story? I slept through that. Oh, really? I honestly was catching like a cat nap at halftime and I heard everyone go, whoa! I, I remember like, seeing it live. Possibly? And I opened my eyes just too late. To see Janet Jackson's boob. You know what's funny, too? I saw that, and I'm not a sports fan. I saw that, and I also live saw the Malice at the Palace brawl. Oh, yeah. I actually was watched maybe one basketball game every three years, and I happened to be watching that one. I was like, whoa. Did you realize how big a deal that was while it was happening? Well, it was bad. Is this basketball? No, it was bad. I don't know how I caught it, but, you know, it was bad. Uh, Let's talk about Super Bowl XLI. Uh, Forty-one. Oh, halftime show was. This was a trivia question at work on Friday. Halftime show was Prince. Yes, uh, but also Devin Hester. Uh, so he won the coin toss. To get Hester uh, got the opening kickback. He scored. Oh, I remember that. That's pretty great. That was like the only good thing that happened for the Bears in the entire game. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, Super Bowl XL IV. Peyton's 54. gamble. Peyton's gamble outshines Peyton. Down 10 6 the halftime. Peyton Manning and the favored Colts. Sean Peyton's Saints needed a spark. So he made the bull call for an onside kick at the start of a third quarter, and the gamble paid off. Ooh. That's pretty crazy. Onside kick that early, huh? Right. It's pretty nuts. Um, let's talk Super Bowl XLV. No room at the billion dollar inn. <laughs> well,. That's odd. They had to uh, for them to have such high prices and still no vacancy. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the league was sued by many who tried to purchase tickets to the game. Uh, it's estimated the legal fees alone cost the NFL in excess of twenty million dollars. <laughs> well, That's good. Pretty crazy, Fuck those guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so let's uh, finish it up with one that I think we all remember: Super Bowl XLVII. Who turned out the lights? Oh, that's right. Yeah, the power went out. I remember seeing that, too, and being like, is this a stunt? Is this right? like, do your lights go out? Go, daddy. Or, you know. No, I, I do remember, like, that just randomly happened. But I think there was also, 
it was like an NBA playoff game where the Bulls used to have this cool thing they did when like the team would come out. Yeah. And they'd like turn the lights off and they do their whole thing. And one time they like did the whole light show and they're all like, yeah, let's go. Time for the game. And they couldn't turn the lights back on. Good. So then after their big like hype up moment, there's like a 30 minute delay before they started playing. That makes it a little tough. Right. It's hard to keep the energy going while you're sitting there in the dark like. Well, yeah, have they checked the fuse box? <laughs> and that brings it on to another wide world of weird sports! All the Super Bowl sure did have a lot of the wacky moments, man, while we remember all the times. If you or a loved one attended Gronk Beach and it now burns when you pee, you may be entitled to financial compensation. I'm attorney Sam Goldstein from Miami's Goldstein and Associates. Many Americans were told they were getting the party of the century, but were not informed of the wide variety of open sores present at Gronk Beach. If you danced in the VIP section, danced at the main stage during Cascade set, played in a Top Gun style volleyball game, or came in contact with any of Gronk's Super Bowl rings, but specifically the one from Super Bowl 39, Call 1-800-P-BURN. Rob Gronkowski and various promoters cashed in for millions in the backs of so many open saws. You shouldn't have to suffer. You shouldn't have to wait for justice. It shouldn't burn when you pee. I've represented thousands of men and women and won over $120 million in settlements from Derek Jeter alone. If it feels like you're urinating broken glass, you need to soak those responsible. Call Associates and or Goldstein and Associates today, and together we'll make them pay. Class action not open to attendees who waive liability to purchase Gronk Mean Great Package. Oh, looks like we're getting the se- uh, oh. signal from Gene. Well, let, well, let's make sure he's got yep. that ice pack in his head. No, it is. All right. All right Bill Belichick right. is Bill here. Bill Belichick here. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Bill, thank you so much. You can feel free to sit down on that microphone. Bill, are you uh, excited for the for the Super Bowl? Okay, yeah, that's should be a good time. Right, okay, um, nope. see you later. Oh wait, you wa- walking away? Oh, well, well, that that was exciting. That was Bill Belichick. Yeah, that was okay. That's the end of the Super Bowl. Well, spectacular. At least we sold out our ad inventory because of him. So yeah. thanks, Bill. Something tells me we're gonna get a call from all of them though. But we're rich. Yeah, we're rich. We don't care. We'll be in Tahiti by then. Yep. Hey, Phil. Joel, can we make it the Bahamas? Actually, because that that'd be better. Should we give our contact information? <laughs> would that be a good thing joel <laughs> i mean we've done are it you trying to end the episode we've done it before literally every every show before this all right you can find us on facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast you can no, find us on the, twitter 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 twitter.com twitter, slash sports number three podcast you can find uh, all of our backups on anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast or uh gmail sports 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 podcast gmail.com all right hey phil hey joel i did i forgot the contact information Bye, Joel.